Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to the Brain Hickey Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. So a few months ago, my wife and I were walking through our downtown area, and we walked by a jewelry store. And today, I was sitting, going through my phone, trying to clean out some memory and, and erasing old pictures. And I found this picture I took from earlier last summer, actually, outside of a jewelry store. And it was a, a, the top half of the image. And by the way, the, the image that I'm talking about, this and the next one, they're going to be posted in the show notes that you can see um, on brainhickey.com uh, under the podcast. And this is episode 25. All right. So the, the image on the top half was two beautiful uh, diamond rings, one draped on a gold chain as a necklace. The other one is a normal ring. And it says long-term wife insurance. Okay long-term wife insurance. So immediately we both chuckle. I mean, I stopped in my tracks. Now I live in a, in a, a tourist town that's prime, the primary revenue for, for our town is, is uh, tourism. So there's advertisements everywhere. We stopped for the first time. We live here, we see them all the time and it captured our attention. So long-term wife insurance. And, and her and I sat there and chuckled and we looked at it and we're, you know, first it, it, it caught me on my heels. I'm like, what long-term life insurance, you know, cause the play on life insurance, duh, obviously. And we started to chuckle and we sat there and we looked through the window. Coincidentally, two days ago, um, I called the same, <laughs> the same jeweler to get my wedding band, uh, resized cause I lost some weight. My, my band's fallen off. So the power of creative messaging first, it literally caught me in my tracks and I stopped to look at it. Now, this is like the most brilliant marketing message that I've seen in a while. Now, why? Because we are so bombarded with messaging and marketing just constantly. So when you see something that makes you stop and want to read it, and it's an ad, and everyone knows that ads are selling something, that is absolutely powerful. So it caught us dead in our tracks. Why? Okay, so this is the this is the fun part. It's called anchoring. So anchoring is playing off a concept that's known to people and taking a different angle on it. And you can use it through analogies. You can use it on plays on words like this. But everyone knows what long-term life insurance is. And this was long-term wife insurance, keeping your wife around. And then you sit there and then you look at the diamond and it all makes sense. So they were able to craft. This is the beauty of, of pairing good copy with good creatives. If all the ad said was long-term wife insurance, does that mean anything to you? No, not really. I mean, there, there could be a hundred different things. But if you're walking by a jewelry store and it's paired with an image of a beautiful diamond wedding ring or an engagement ring, that means something. Long-term wife insurance. So your mind reads the copy, then you put the visual together, and then it creates the story. So let's talk about this creative marketing approach. It's not just, and this is coming from a copywriter, right? But it's about leaving that memorable mark. And that was a memorable ad. And it's funny. If you can make an ad memorable, you hit a grand slam. So it's not just the copy, it's the entire ad creative that that makes it powerful. And we see this on Facebook too. You know, we were just, one of my clients was running a bunch of Facebook ad campaigns. Another one of my clients is a marketing agency who works on some um, 
enterprise level level stuff. So big stuff, they have huge budgets to play with and test things. And the same ad copy with different creatives resonate differently. And again, with testing, we see what works and what doesn't. So the whole point is when we when we are creative, we need to really, really, and I hate the the cliche of thinking outside the box, but I like to call it lateral thinking. It's not actually my own saying. I forget who coined lateral thinking, but instead of trying to get from point A to point B, you know, we got to zigzag a little bit. How do we go sideways to get to the same place instead of going straight forward? And with this whole lateral thinking approach, this this company, this jeweler, used uh, anchoring, because we all know what life insurance is, that a play on that, and then they paired the story so they created a story within their ad and the only way for that story to happen was to give you it, it's just like any good copy right there's a hook so what do they say is the main reason of any headline it's to read the subheadline. What's the purpose of the subheadline? Read the first sentence. What's the reason of the first sentence? To read the second sentence. And I think people lose sight of this because they get so captured into trying to just get this like wow statement and cram in what they do into you know a short powerful statement or something. But really, all a headline or all an ad needs to do is capture attention and then tell a story and tell the story of the problem you solve or the services you sell, how you make people happy, what the end product is. And the more that you can create a story that is memorable, the better the ad is. The ad leaves a brain hickey, a long-lasting memorable mark on the brain. All right, so we have here long-term life insurance. It tells a story. It's great. So then we start to chuckle. We walk uh, about, I don't know, another 10 feet. And this shop is set up on a corner. So they've got windows on the main drag. They've got windows through this kind of side street where we were walking up. And the, the next ad reads, if she said she wanted an engagement truck, you wouldn't hesitate. Again, with a picture of an engagement ring. Is that not hysterical or what? Now, in this market, I, I live out in Colorado. People drive trucks because we're in the West. That's what you do, right? So it's a, they're anchoring on what people are familiar with. They're anchoring on what men want to buy, right? They're positioning themselves on, on something expensive. This is the fascinating part. They are, without saying it, saying a nice engagement ring should cost what a truck costs. Isn't that crazy? And they're 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 speaking to a male audience, their target market, which is any man in the whatever age would get engaged, probably typically in the twenties to I don't know forties for for most of their sales, twenty thirties maybe for for most of their sales is my guess when people are getting engaged, um, or the lion's share of people are getting engaged. And then they're talking to something a man would want to buy himself that maybe his fiance, wife, girlfriend, whatever may object. But if she said she wanted an engagement truck, you'd drop that money right away. You wouldn't think twice about it. So now they're they're taking this and saying without saying, an engagement ring is expensive. It's about as much as a truck. You shouldn't worry about spending it because if she wanted a truck, you wouldn't think twice. If she wants a ring, you should not even think twice because she wants it and it's important right? It's important for both of you. So they're, they're taking that idea of spending money and transforming it into a fun experience and making it about the, the female partner or male partner, whoever's getting the engagement ring. And it's great. It's memorable. If she said she wanted an engagement truck, you wouldn't hesitate. Again, this, this uh, picture will be in the show notes. You can also find them on brainhickey.com under podcasts. And this is episode 25. So whenever we put together this out-of-the-box thinking, there's a couple things that are, are really fascinating to do. Uh, excuse me, not out-of-the-box thinking. 
when we get to the creative side of ad, of ad creation, we don't want to think just the copy. We don't want to think just the image. We want to pair it to tell an entire story. And I think that's where people often get confused is trying to maximize the elements in their ads and in their creatives. And they think, hey, well, I'm going to have a slogan or a tagline on there and then have the image support it. But then you're using, you got to think of all your real estate in an ad and say, okay, if I have all the real estate, which is whatever size ad, whether it's a Facebook ad, a banner ad, print ad, billboard, whatever, every single piece, we need to maximize that value just the same as you would with, I don't know, a business, an investment, anything else. If you're paying a lot of money for the ad, maximize that real estate. So how can we tell the most powerful story in our ad? And so many people basically have a, a, uh, what do they call it? Like a a replication of, of effort. And it's a wasted effort because they'll have a slogan and they'll have the, the, the image support the slogan you got to choose one or the other. It doesn't need to be both. So doing something like, let me go back to that other image, long-term wife insurance. Okay. So we're maximizing our real estate in the copy department. And then our creative finishes the story and says, well, what is, it answers the question of what is wife insurance? Oh, it's an engagement or a wedding ring, right? So it tells the entire story and it's powerful and it's memorable and it's creative. Now, if it said long, let's say, for example, it was an insurance company that said long-term life insurance and the image was of a life insurance policy or something, it's a replication of effort, it's wasted effort, it's not powerful and it doesn't tell the story. So leveraging each of the ad components in the creatives is really powerful. So in this ad, the if she, uh, if she said she wanted an engagement truck, you wouldn't hesitate. What I might've done is put in a, a small diamond on on a truck, like the diamond wedding band. You know, maybe it's on the hood of the truck, maybe it's on the dashboard, but something to tie those images together to anchor you of, wait a minute, plus to, to the curiosity, what is a diamond wedding band doing on the dashboard of a truck or the hood of a truck? It's not a place that they're typically featured, right? They're usually on uh, white backdrops or on a pedestal or in a diamond or a ring box or something. So just kind of catching people off guard so that they have to finish the story and like, wait, wait a minute, what is that to capture that attention? So uh, take a look at these ads. Next time you're putting together some creatives, really, really, really think out the box. Think about leveraging the real estate across that ad platform to finish telling the story, to get a comprehensive story, blending the elements of each uh, you know, from the, from the copy to the creative. So this client of mine, I told you who works on the enterprise level, he and I were on the, or him and I were on the phone the other day. And, um, I said, Hey, one of my other clients was running these Facebook ads and it was wild. It was the same. We had, um, same copy split tests on multiple different images. And the two most powerful ads was, uh, standard copy with an image with text overlay. We had identical images. The only difference was a man or a woman in the foreground. Guess which one performed better? No surprise the woman did. It wasn't provocative. It wasn't sensual or sexual. It was a young woman. She was attractive. It was just her face that was showing. And the young, it was also a young man who was a fit, good looking guy. What's interesting is that the woman performed substantially better. So he looks at me and he goes, you think that's funny? Put a baby on it and watch how much that explodes. He goes, the ranking of, of, of ad impressions is going to be baby, woman, uh, baby, woman, and then men in that order, at least from his testing. And he spent a lot of money, uh, on ad spend with the privilege of, of testing these things. So 
captivating and capturing people using split testing to find that right creative because again it's not just the copy the copy on those ads were identical but the performance differences were substantial so how can we get creative to tell the story using the creatives to supplement the copy so they work complementary in a complementary fashion so anyway that's all we got this is a little shorter podcast today I'd encourage you to hop onto the show notes on brainhickey.com. Go ahead and click podcast. Look for episode 25. You're going to see these images up there uh, so you can now visualize what we've been talking about. And if you're driving or anything like that, please wait. Don't text and drive. <laughs> Do this back when you're back at your desktop or in a safe place. Take a peek. So take a look at those creatives and uh, see if that can inspire you to kind of think out the box and blend those complimentary portions of the real estate on that ad to create a powerful, memorable, long-lasting ad that tells a story and captures and keeps attention. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.